Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Josh Clark. With me is Charles W. Chuck Bryant. We're a couple of writers for HowStuffWorks.com. When we sit down in front of these mics, though, it becomes Stuff You Should Know. We tear open our shirts and there's a big S-Y-S-K on our chest, Mm -hmm. tattooed. That's exactly right, Chuck. (laughs) Chuck. Yes. You ever uh, jumped off a cliff? I have indeed. You have? Yeah, the rock quarry in Sparta. Do you ever go there? No. I've jumped off of that one. That was... That's pretty high. There's a rock quarry in Toledo that I never went to. Actually, it was in uh, White House, White Hall, Bowling Green, somewhere around there. Uh-huh. I never went. My dad was certified as a scuba diver there, though. Oh, really? Yeah, they put something in a bus that was sunken at the bottom of it, and he had to go get it out to prove that he could, <laughs> in fact, scuba dive. Wow. Yeah, sounds creepy, doesn't it? Yeah. I, myself, have never jumped off a cliff. I love it. Is it thrilling? Yeah, it's fun. How high was it? Uh... I think I'm probably overstating it like everyone probably does when they do this kind of thing. But it seemed like it was probably about 40 or 50 feet. Wow. It was high. Yeah, that is high. And actually, there's a place at the Chattahoochee that uh, I used to do it too, but that was like 30 feet, 25 feet. Well, Chuck, you have a hairier chest than I do because I've never jumped off a cliff. But I have been to Acapulco before. Well, you got me there. Have you? Uh, <laughs> did you read about these guys? Oh, yeah, the, the La Quebrada. Nice. Divers? Nice. I good? think it's nice that you bring that extra accent. You don't have to bring an accent, and you I do tried. anyway. That French dude emailed us this week, and he said he appreciated it. Oh, nice. With my French Like the plan? Yeah. He's like, I'm totally wrong, but he thought it was funny. Yeah. So, yeah, La Quebrada. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. These guys are jumping off of the highest cliffs that anybody routinely jumps off of in did the you world. See it? I did. Oh, I didn't know you actually witnessed the performance. Yeah. I mean, you can't go to Acapulco and not see it. I believe it's daily. Right. Um, except maybe Sundays, but I, I could just be making that up. But the guys, um, they jump off something like, I think, 148-foot cliffs. That's crazy. Yeah. Which, what is that in meters, Chuck? Josh, that would be about 45 meters. Okay, nice. Thanks for that. <laughs> uh, you're just a walking calculator, you know that? Well, it's written right in front of me. <laughs> um, but th- th- this is an enormous cliff. This is what a uh, 14-story building. Isn't a story like 10 feet? I think so. Yeah, so they're jumping off of 14-story buildings into waters. It's like a little inlet, mm-hmm. and they're on one side, and then you're on the other right. with railing, so you don't try jumping off. Right. And then these guys just start jumping. There's like 10, 15 of them. Wow. And they do it every night. And actually... It was started by a 13-year-old boy back in 1934. Yeah, that's what I hear. And I will pronounce his name as Enrique Epac Rios. Very very <laughs> nice. Um, so this little boy started this uh, tourist attraction. Right. And what has arguably become a one of the cooler extreme sports as well. Oh, heck yeah. But the story goes back further than that, correct? Yeah, but I just want to point out we're on the 15th floor, so... This is ballpark within about 10 or 15 yeah. feet of Let's where this guy's Let's go look are. out the window. <laughs> are we really doing this? Wow. Okay. Yeah, and that's high. <laughs> Jerry's giggling. She's either going to cut that out or leave it in. Yeah, one of the we'll two. find out, yeah. right? That is very high. That is real high. Yeah. and I mean, we would have jumped onto the street had we just jumped out. Plus, it would have been an extra 10 feet. This is water, but I'm telling you, there's like boulders at the bottom. There's waves oh, yeah. breaking. It's an inlet at the ocean. 
Yeah, and that's part of the trick is to time it with the water coming in and out and then obviously mine the boulders because, you know, you clearly don't want to, like, <laughs> jump into a boulder. Right. But what I also noticed in this article that if you hit, like, a fish, that could be bad news. Right, yeah. Uh, and we'll get into the physics of cliff diving soon. But, yes. like I said, where where do we find the beginning? This is one of those rare um, pieces of um, world culture uh-huh. because everybody does it everywhere. Anywhere there's cliffs, there's cliff divers pretty much. Yeah. But this is one of those rare pieces that you can go back and be like, this guy actually started it. I don't think this is the first guy. I would say he's probably the first guy in recorded history. Yeah. Do you want to take his name? Yes, I'm going to go with uh, King uh, Kahikile. Nice. Kahikili of Hawaii. Uh, he was the last king of Maui. And in 1770, he reportedly jumped from uh, Kanon... <laughs> Let's see, this is where I get in trouble. Kaunolu? Kawanolu? <laughs> I think that's pretty much how I would Hawaiian say words are in really... My, in my tough. head, I can pronounce it better uh-huh. than that, but once it goes okay. through the tongue, you know what happens, Chuck. Uh, that was about 63 feet, and mm-hmm. he uh, entered the water, didn't make much of a splash, so he earned the name Birdman, and then apparently would challenge his warriors to prove their bravery by doing the same. Right. So that's where it started. At least that's what the lore says. And I can imagine, uh, you know, his people calling him Birdman and him going, um, no, it's, uh, Kehikili. King <laughs> Kehikili, actually. To you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, actually every night, uh, at the Sheraton Maui, yeah. they reenact this thing. Uh-huh. They have some guy go up to the top of a cliff. Yeah. Um, in the, a I guess cloth. the very cliff he jumped off of, right? I think so. In a loincloth. Mm hmm. And jump into the water. And the reason he jumped into the water uh, was because this is where the uh, the Mauis, yeah, right, Mauians, sure, <laughs> uh, they where they believe that souls transferred into the next world through. Yeah, the spirit world. And I guess he was like, let's see what the hell happens. Right. So now they reenact it with the, the loincloth dude, and he offers up uh, in each direction to the sky uh, an offering. He has the lay, mm-hmm. and then uh, a torch. And then he'll jump in. Right. And uh, when he jumped in, absolutely no one outside of the greater Maui area had a clue. But many years later, the uh, cliff diving concept really started to take off. Thanks yeah. to Timex and ABC, correct? Uh-huh. So Timex, back in the late 50s, Timex used to like to um, show off the impact resistance that their watches could boast. Yeah, I remember the, and I was about to say I remembered this one when do I was you, reading it. Do you remember it. when it first broadcast? Well, it's the 1950s, so clearly I didn't. But they ran this campaign through the 70s, because I remember the takes a lick and keeps on ticking thing. That's right, yeah, that's what that, that was the tagline, right? Yeah. So, for this commercial, though, they jumped in uh, John Cameron Swayze. What, I don't think any relation to Patrick, is he? I was wondering the same thing, actually. I have to look that up. Okay. Uh, he uh, hosted this commercial, and right. they, they give a torture test. Right. No, he it. didn't actually jump in. No. He no. was just like, check this guy out. Right, exactly. And they had some cliff diver jump in fist first with the Timex like, uh-huh. exposed. On so his, it was the yeah. first thing that hit the water. Yep. And uh, I imagine that after a few takes, he eventually didn't break the watch. Right. And they were like, look what happens. <laughs> right. so, exactly. Yeah. So that was the late 50s. And then really, cliff diving uh, took off. Uh-huh. If you'll excuse me. Uh, in, I think, March 9th, 1968? Yes, it took the leap in 1968. So bad. Yeah. 
uh, with the ABC's Wide World of Sports. Which was a great concept, man. They I love that They go all over the place. They oh, yeah. show the craziest stuff. This is long before anybody ever thought of the X Games or anything like that. Uh-huh. Like They just were like... These people are engaged in some random sport, and we're going to broadcast it by God. Yeah. I love that show. Yeah. The thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. Yeah. And Lumberjacks. The guy that that skier that had that awful accident was always the agony of defeat. I don't remember that guy. Was it in the intro? Yeah. And when they said that, it showed this skier had this just awful crash and flipping over and like breaking every bone in his body. Did he die? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. He lived. He walked away. Okay. Is what I say. Um, and then here we are today. Actually, Chuck, I think, uh, about four weeks away from the, uh, 2010 Red Bull Cliff Diving World Championships. Yeah, the World Series. <clears throat> By the time this is published, it'll probably be within a couple of days, but it's May 15th, uh-huh. if you're interested, uh, in going to France. Yeah. <laughs> to, to watch it. Right? They, they jump off platforms, though. But it's at a cliff still. Right. But on the site, I was checking out some, uh, Frenchmen who were cliff diving. Um, and they went to this old, uh, early 19th century fort that Napoleon had built off the coast of France in the Atlantic. Cool. Um, and it's, uh, I think 20 meters high, which places it around 60 feet. Okay. Uh, and they meters were, first, huh? Huh? Meters first? Well, it's in France. I just thought I'd oh, give sure. like a little head nod, you know, like, uh-huh. hey, France. Yes. Yeah. Um, and these guys were just jumping off this old stone fortress in the middle of the Atlantic. It's pretty cool. Well, I don't want to say the middle of the Atlantic. It's actually... Right off the coast, but right, sure. it's surrounded by water. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, you know, I saw that picture. I didn't know what was going on there. That's what was going on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Mystery solved. Yeah. Is it physics time? This is this is your bag. Actually, I, I understood. It's really not that complicated. No. It's gravity. It's free fall physics. Yeah. Is what we're talking about. Sure. Chuck, when uh, you walked in here to sit down and contribute your fine, fine half to this podcast, <laughs> um you were being pulled toward the earth by gravity. Yes. But you were also meeting resistance from the ground, which caused friction. <clears throat> yeah. Had you actually walked off a cliff on the way in here. <laughs> That'd be sad. You would have still been pulled by gravity, uh-huh. but there wouldn't be any resistance from the from the force of friction, right? Which makes it free fall. Right. Which does make it free fall, which Galileo was the first to figure this out, uh, free fall physics. Um, when you are pulled toward the earth by gravity, mm-hmm. you're actually pulled at uh, 9.8 meters per second per second. And the reason that extra per second is there uh-huh. is because for every second that you're in the air falling at that rate, right. you're increasing in speed. So you go 9.8 meters per second per second to what, um, 19.6 meters per second per second? Okay. And then so on. So every second you double your speed. Your 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 velocity the the velocity is constant, but the speed can increase given right. time. But the acceleration is is constant, right? That's, That's the what it is. Yeah, I'm sorry. The acceleration is yeah. constant, but your speed, your velocity can actually increase, right? Yes. Given time. Now, in the case of cliff diving, height, the height of the cliff uh-huh. is pretty much interchangeable with time. The higher the cliff, the more time you're going to be in the air and the sure. faster you go. Right, right. Right? So when you jump off, I think, a 10-foot cliff, Yeah. how fast are you traveling? That's not much of a cliff. I call it a rock. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, about 17 miles an hour. Right. But if you jump off a 50-foot cliff like you were jumping off of in the quarry, so yeah. we'll, we'll say 50 from now on. Sure. Um, that goes up to what? 38. 38 miles an hour. That's cruising. Right. Now, the problem is when you hit the water... 
you encounter that force of friction again. Yeah, big and, time. And your velocity goes from its maximum speed to almost zero, almost instantaneously. Yeah, it's like a second, right? Right. Now we've encountered why cliff diving is dangerous because eventually exactly. you're going to land on something. Yeah. And, you know, before we move on from physics, I just thought it was interesting that when you do jump out or if you get a running start, you're going to go even faster than right. if you just drop. You've added um, horizontal. horizontal velocity. Right. Or horizontal force. I am definitely not a physics guy. Uh, you had it right. Velocity. Thanks, buddy. Uh, one of the cool aspects of uh, free fall physics, uh, as far as it relates to humans, also, Chuck, get this. Do you remember learning like a long time ago that no matter what the mass of an object, it'll fall at the same rate? Oh, yeah. Galileo um, again, right? That is Galileo, yeah. And he actually disproved Aristotle with that one. Some say they're both geniuses. They both are. <laughs> Um, did we mention them in the Genius Podcast? Oh, well, we did on that list of 50 that, you, <laughs> know, that but... ended in George Washington. <laughs> right. Um, w- w- you might say that I've dropped a piece of paper and a hammer right. at the same time, and the piece of paper took longer. That's because it, it met resistance from the air. Yeah, exactly. And actually, um, Commander David Scott of uh-huh. the Apollo 15 mission famously took a hammer and I think a feather on the moon and dropped oh, yeah, them, yeah. and they both landed at the same time. That they must have been cool looking. Any, uh, yeah. There's video of it on YouTube, actually. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Awesome. But I'm almost done with my physics spiel, okay? Okay. And it ends as such. Let's hear it. When you jump off a cliff, uh-huh. remember you're not meeting friction any longer? Yeah. And so there's no resistance besides this negligible air resistance? Right. Um, you actually do encounter what we would consider on Earth as close to weightlessness as we can get. Right. right? Uh-huh. So... Your your body is being pulled as a whole by gravity equally, all parts except okay. for your internal organs, right? Whoa! Which actually lose weightless or lose weight and rise up in your chest, which is why your stomach feels like it's coming up. Is that what that it is? Actually, is wow! Isn't that cool? I've always wondered what that was. That's what it is. Goodness me! All right, we're done with the physics part. Dude. Yeah, well, two to three G's. We should say, like at the oh, World yeah. Championships, they yeah. hit, hit about two to three G's, and those dudes are going at speeds up to sixty miles an hour. That's fast. That's really fast to be hitting the water. Yes, and you want to, since we're at the water entry point, which is I think where we left off with the physics, you want to go in really, really, really straight. That's the key because if you Flatten out, it is the room, you know, you hear the legend about it's like hitting concrete. Yeah. It is like hitting concrete. Right. And you would die. Yes, you would. Or, you know, not be the same person afterward, you at would. the very least. There's actually, there's a website by a woman, a Quebecan named uh, Patricia, I think her name is, who's created this website dedicated to warning people about a famous tourist cliff diving site called Rick's Cafe in Negril, Jamaica. Yeah, that's only 35 feet, though. It is, but this woman jumped off this 35-foot platform. And did her, she belly flopped? I She couldn't have gone in feet first. Because right. Because this is what happened to her uh, is she suffered a broken spine, wow. broken sternum, displaced diaphragm, which is never good. And uh, Did she pa- look in her purse? <laughs> and, terrible. Sorry. And... Uh, Posterior vitreous detachment, which means the jelly in her eye is loose now. Oh, man. A 30-foot jump. Well, the deal there, though, at the cafe is they have it set up with a platform, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, do you have to sign a waiver or anything? I don't know. I think if if you were a smart owner of Rick's Cafe and you were encouraging tourists to jump off the platform, yeah, you would have them sign away their firstborn child. Heck, yeah. Yeah. Well, they do say in here, though, that official 
tour, uh, tourism boards don't encourage this. Because it's dangerous. Yeah, it's really dangerous. Yeah, and we should also probably take the time to COA and tell you that we don't encourage you to cliff dive either. No. No. I, I mean, a 10-foot rock is one thing, but even then, if you land on another rock, there's a lot or, of people. like you said, a fish. Yeah, a fish. If you're that traveling 60 miles an hour and you hit a fish, it's not as, um, let's say, liquid as a uh, water, right? Yeah, yeah. Although it will be after you hit it at 60 miles an hour. Yeah, that's bad news for the fish, too. <laughs> yeah. So, Chuck, in addition to Rick's Cafe and the Grill, what are some of the other um, well-known cliff diving locations? Hot spots, Josh. That's one way to put it. <laughs> well, I know Jamaica, the uh, West End Cliffs and the Grill. Mm-hmm. That's have, where Rick's is. Oh, is it? Yeah. They have the limestone cliffs. Those are really popular. Sure. And pretty. I imagine. So there's two phrases or terms that the Hawaiians use depending on whether you make a splash or not with a uh, big jump. So lili kawa. That sounds right. Thanks. That's a that's to leap from a great height and enter the water without a splash, which we should say uh, is what King Kahikili did. Kahikili. Kahikili. Yeah, I think that's right. <gasps> is that the name of the idol that the Brady kids found in that episode where they went to Hawaii, the two-parter? Wasn't know. it Kahikili? I don't know. Those are great episodes, though. They really were. My, Debbie would know that. My friend Debbie would know. Well, tell her to write in. Okay. Okay. Um, the other way, the other expression is uh, Lele Pahu. That sounds right too. Thanks, man. That's entering the water with a big splash from a great jump. And that's that's a bad thing, right? Yeah, it's like competition you think, well, diving. I'll just do a cannonball. Yeah. Sure. Well, say say so long to your shins. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, we've got Hawaii, Acapulco. Uh, again, the uh, La Cabrada um, divers, mm-hmm. seriously, they're jumping off of 147-foot cliffs, right? The next highest uh, that I've seen, well, actually, that I've seen in this article is in Croatia, in Dubrovnik. Yeah. And those are 85 feet. Right. And that's about the height that they do the competition dives. They don't do competition dives from 148 feet. Right. Because they're doing flips and twists. Actually, i got some stuff on that, but... They're not just diving in. Right. They go in feet first, generally. Oh, really? Well, for the competition, I haven't seen many of many of those guys go in head first. Dude, the guys in Acapulco do, do. flips in midair uh-huh. and, and dive in. Like it's not just jumping Crazy. off of a cliff. Like these, and they'll do it like several at a time. That's, it's amazing. Uh, well, yeah, I did see on YouTube a, what, a tandem dive or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, this, cool. this is multiple. Um, also, if you ever get a chance to go to Acapulco. I wouldn't recommend going now, what with the raging drug war in Mexico, but sure. uh, if that ever dies down uh, and you do get to go to Acapulco, do go see the cliff divers. I think that's a great move. Thanks. Or if you can't go there, just go to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> you can check it out there. Check out some awfully bad video. Uh, the World High Diving Federation, Josh, they uh, recommend water depths of 43 to 49 feet mm-hmm. for a dive of 65 feet or less. And they also recommend that no one dive from 65 feet or higher unless you're a pro and you have, like, scuba divers down there to retrieve your lifeless body. Right. (laughs) Or at least your shattered body. Exactly. Okay, Chuck, let's say somebody out there is going to try this whether we tell them to or not. And let's just do it again. Let's just tell them not to cliff dive. Okay. Don't cliff dive. Thank you, Chuck. If, If they're going to do it anyway, should we give them some safety tips? Yes, Josh, we have some tips. The first one on the list, slow and low. Don't charge out there to the 60-foot cliff right off the bat. 
Start on the 10-footer. Mm-hmm. Slow and low, that is the tempo. You want to check out, very nice, you want to check out the water beforehand. Mm-hmm. Swim around down there at your landing zone. Scare off any fish you can. Scare off any fish. Maybe kinda... pee in the water to ward them away. <laughs> right. Feel around for uh, rocks and things. Yeah. Barnacles. Yeah. Uh, sp- underwater spears. Sure. Anything like that. Right. Uh, you Go with a friend is always a good idea. You don't want to cliff that by yourself. No. You're a dummy. You might as well dig your own grave and <laughs> yeah. lie in it and start shoveling dirt over yourself. Uh, they they recommend to wear a wetsuit because it can add a little cushioning. But if you've ever seen cliff divers, they generally wear the Speedo. I know, which makes it one of the sexiest extreme sports around. <laughs> you don't see Tony Hawk in a Speedo, do you? No. Wow. I'm trying to imagine uh, you don't skateboarding imagine. with a Speedo. I'm sure somebody's done it. Probably those crazy kids at um, Jackass or whatever. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that one guy always wears his underwear. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we need to talk about Orlando Duque, though. He's like the the king daddy of cliff diving. Mm-hmm. He's, He's Il Duque. No, actually, they call him the Duke of Dive, so yeah. you're not I you're like not mine better. <laughs> he, uh, he's Colombian, but he lives in Hawaii now. He's nine-time world champ. Wow. And his personal record in competition is 111 feet, and he holds the record for the perfect dive. He's the only guy to ever get judged to, to get scored a perfect dive nice across the board and um do they factor in how you look in a speedo into that score yeah he's a handsome man is he yeah he is uh he uh also he was he wanted to be a high diver for columbia but they didn't like an olympic high diver mm-hmm. but they wouldn't fund him so he was like okay i go dive off cliffs <laughs> and perform in shows right so he, uh, he makes a lot more scratch doing this i'm sure than he would have as an as an olympian i'd like to mention somebody Who's that? Uh, his name is Di Huan Ron. He's Chinese, if you couldn't guess. Okay. Uh, he's 51, and he actually holds the world record uh, that he set in 2008 for um, cliff diving off of waterfalls. Wow. I want you to think about this for a second. Okay. In most cases with waterfalls, there are rocks at the bottom, and there's a little something that we like to call a vortex. Yes. This is a, uh, a swirling funnel of water uh-huh. underwater that sucks you in and holds you there wow this guy aims for the center does that make sense uh, apparently because he's survived it would soften the fall though probably right i have no idea why he he jumps into the center he just does wow yeah how high uh the 12.19 meters so what's that? It's like 45, 50 feet. Oh, that's not that much. It isn't, but he's jumping <laughs> into a vortex, for God's sake. Right. And he's 51. Yeah. The, 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 there's high divers, too. That's a different deal. Like the um, show people, the high diving show people, mm-hmm. that's not a cliff thing situation, obviously. But they, uh, I think the world record is dude named Oliver Favre, 178 feet. Wow. And what the, did he jump into? They jump into those pools. Like a little little cup, yeah, <laughs> riding an <laughs> in elephant. The, in the cartoon, yeah. Um, and the, the previous guy, I can't remember what his name was, but I saw it on YouTube. It was in the seventies, and I remember watching this when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And it, it might have been on Wide World of Sports, but it showed oh Dana something, and he it, sh- it had the camera view of his little platform up there, mm-hmm. and it was crazy, man. I mean, I got like butterflies watching it yeah. in my cubicle. Yeah, I can here. imagine. Uh, I guess. Wait, there was one more thing I wanted to say. What? Competition, mm-hmm. the Red Bull deal. Yeah, you get three heats per competition, mm-hmm. and you're judged on drop, position in the air, and dive. Which means, you know, your flips. There's three things you can get uh, scored on: number of twists, somersaults, 
and position during the somersaults and then entry into the water. So it's sort of like regular Olympic diving the way that scored, but just much right. higher. And they call them heats because of the speedos. I think you might be right. If you want to learn more about uh, cliff diving, just type cliff diving in the handy search bar at HowStuffWorks.com, which means we've arrived now, friends, at Listener Mail. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. Handbrake. Yes. Uh, we should just do the Facebook, Twitter thing real quick. Facebook, we have a great streamlined Facebook page. That's Stuff You Should Know. Uh-huh. You can type that in the search bar at Facebook. Yes. Uh, we also tweet now. We do. That's S-Y-S-K podcast. Yes. On Facebook, though, I should mention, we have some fan art already there. And if you have, like, cool fan art and stuff you've done, upload it because we want to get all kinds of stuff for people to look at. We want it to be more than just you and I running our mouths because that's all we ever do. Yes, that's right. So get involved. And you're going to be releasing T-shirt details eventually? Eventually. Okay. We'll look for those on our Facebook page, right? Yes. So back to it, beautiful. Josh, I'm going to call this... Hinky email. Oh, I saw this one. This was nice. Yeah. I like it when people have weird dreams about us. Uh, hello, Josh and Chuck and Jerry. Yesterday I was going to email you to tell you that due to listening to your podcast on my daily commute, I have begun to describe things as hinky instead of dodgy. She's from the UK. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which is the word I would usually use. This means that whenever I use it, I have to explain what it means. It's not a widely word used in the UK, as it seems. Hinky's not. Right, dodgy is there. Dodgy is. Uh, this ends up in me recommending your podcast to a lot of people. So she's actually spreading the word. Nice. Thanks to the hinky thing. Then I thought, it's not that exciting of a story, so I decided not to send the email. But last night, I dreamt, I had a dream about you guys. I dreamt I bumped into Josh at a beach bar, <laughs> which she says she's never been to a beach bar, and she has no idea where it was. I told him the hinky story, and then behind him, he pointed to a big sign that said hinky. <laughs> Then he told me a lot of things Chuck does rubs off on people, and he proceeded to show me a bear snarl complete with swiping paw action. <laughs> so I took this as a sign that I should probably send the email. I just think that's hysterical. That was clearly a sign. Yeah, I want to see you do the bear snarl with a swiping paw. Wow, that's nice. Thanks. Uh, the dream was by far the most normal dream I had last night, by the way. I also dreamt I got married by postal marriage. I didn't know there was such a thing. Well, yeah, mail order brides. Oh, is that what she means? Uh, maybe. Okay. Uh, anyway, I hope that you take some pride in the fact that you were spreading the word hinky around the world from Rachel X. Okay, thanks for that, Rachel. Right, Chuck? Right. That was a good one? It was. Uh, we always like it when we're factored into dreams, right? Sure. That's just cool. It is. Especially, I mean, consider that. We have um, people who we've never met dreaming about us. I dream about people I've never met. I guess so. I have celebrity dreams all the time. I've told you about those. Yes. Where I'm like hanging out and I'm like buddies with people I love. If you ever had a dream about Chuck palling around with a celebrity he's never met, we want to hear about it, even if you make it up. Put it in an email and send it to stuffpodcast at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Want more How Stuff Works? Check out our blogs on the HowStuffWorks.com homepage. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you?